0: The following program is rated TVMAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What's going on with everybody? It's your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels, the host of the 1130 Podcast. And yo, man, I want to send a special shout-out to Off the Top Roads Podcast. If you guys ain't already heard it already, man, go tune in to wherever you get your podcasts is at, man, and subscribe to Off the Top Roads Podcast. Shout-out to my man, Shiz Lansky, man. He's been a guest on my wrestling podcast twice, and he's going to be a guest on the main show. Uh, man, so stay tuned to the 1130 Podcast social medias, man, to tune in to that. And yo, go tune in, man, and cop some merch from Off the Top Ropes Podcast. Yiddy! Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. Uh Off the Ropes be the podcast of mass destruction. Guess who's here? Her OGs are wrestling. You know what it is, you know, you know what the deal is, it's your boy Blackheart, right, Hair haunts with the boss Don Bigger fell here at OTTR, Off the Top Ropes podcast, plural, not singular folks, For those of you that don't know that you should know, thank you for the 4K plays, man, we very much appreciate, it. give yourself a round of applause for being part of the mob, people part of this mafia family that we're growing, I can't wait to see what the hell that we got next, but needless to say, if you don't know that you should know, you, uh, YouTube, anchor google the whole enchilada here you know y'all know how the hell to find us y'all know how the hell to find the much um, on the merchandise too <clears throat> well i don't even need to say more barfire.com slash store slash author top rules podcast and of course deco slides d-e-c-o slides.com as well tune in to that oh uh, to the return of vocal facts after dark episode that's just premiering right here right now on youtube go hit that like share subscribe and leave a comment below but this is a episode, y'all know the steals. Y'all know if uh, if your boy got yourself a good cup of tea from the OTTR cup, then y'all should know what this is going to be signifying in meaning. Ah, that's some good green tea. But needs to say, my special guest with me tonight is the elegant, beautiful bombshell queen <laughs> queens from Queen the Queens New York. Miss Layla Gray is in the house with me today. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: what's up? Thanks for having me on your show, bro.
0: <laughs> what's yo? are shake, we What's shaking? How you been doing? How uh, what's new? What's going on right here right now with you Miss Layla Grey in the in the, in the wrestling industry right now? What's new? What you got oh, going on?
1: God, I mean, a lot of Great things have been happening. I don't know if you saw, but the PWI Women's 150 issue recently came out, yes. and and Layla Gray made the list in her rookie year. Let ooh, me
0: hear ooh. it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there could be more of us in here, but everyone's busy today. Yeah, but yes, that's that was gonna be the first question, man. The PWI Top 150, you made to 148. How does it feel? And then you just said within your first year?
1: Yes. So I made I made my pro wrestling debut last October, October of 2020. So I'm officially a year in the business now. Okay. Happy anniversary thank you thank you and this year has been absolutely spectacular um so many things have happened that i never even thought were possible so soon in my career and you know now to top it off with the pwi women's 150 that is just such an incredible honor i really did not expect to make that list at all like I wasn't even gonna check so I have an article that came out um where they highlight wrestling couples so I did an interview for PWI with my partner Luke Curtis so I knew that was gonna come out in the issue um so when I'm looking through it I decide to look at the list and there at 148 is little old me and I'm like what yeah (laughs) Yeah, It was crazy Um, just to be recognized in the worlds of pro wrestling uh, like this is this is a big deal. I was very emotional. I was crying because I put I just put in so much hard work this year. And I'm like, damn, people really noticed. So (laughs)
0: listen, listen, people notice, But I think a lot of people when when they seen you at um, the AEW Dark Taping, that was really like, oh, okay, she's really making her move. Like, okay, we rock with you. How did you ever get in contact with AEW to um to get the opportunity? Uh,
1: they actually reached out to me, so I was super new. Um, they probably reached out to me maybe three or four months after I had made my debut. So super green. Uh, yeah, they reached out to me. They found me online. So we'll get into that, the power of marketing,
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, um, the power of marketing. For some of y'all, Finesse, I always want to ask, how do these people be getting on these companies like that, this, that, and the third? Well, she's exactly. probably going to explain why.
1: <laughs> exactly. So I'm really great at marketing myself. Um, yes, I was new to pro wrestling, but I'm not new to entertainment. Uh, if you know some of my background, I am a singer. I'm an actress. I model. I was a radio personality. So I've always been working in entertainment one way or another since i was a little girl so i always knew how to market myself how to network with people like i'm really great at doing that so i mean i just like to spice up my social media make it seem like i'm popping (laughs) and yeah and yeah aw found me they reached out to me and I almost had a heart attack when I got that email because I'm like, no way! <laughs> um, nervous as hell. I didn't know if I was ready for that, but I'm like, I am absolutely gonna take it, you know? If, if they then uh-huh. see and see what they tell me, but look at that! I I think I debuted for them in
0: March, and we're in October now, and I'm still there, so. <laughs> You're still there, so which means they they got their eye on you. They got their eye on some potential future moves in the business, but in that particular company, so you might never know. The next That's set of different. pillars could be coming up, and you could be one of those that you that be, we can make her into a star. Here, we take the time, the hardest to hardest and manifest into, you know, to make this pearl into a nice shiny little diamond, and i love to see that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I'm sorry.
0: Hey, little fella. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, 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 he likes to join. So this is Kofi. I named hey, him Kofi. After, after Kofi Kingston, who was uh, <laughs> uh, one of uh. When I started training, I really started watching like wrestling a lot more, and the New Day was really popping. So <laughs> I named I named him after Kofi.
0: Oh, speaking of wrestling, let's go back to the humble beginnings. of where all this came from? I know a lot of us are fans at heart. So when did you start to become a fan of professional, well, just wrestling just in general?
1: Well, I mean... I actually didn't really grow up as, as a big wrestling fan. I watched it um, when I was pretty young, maybe like 10 years old. I, like, yeah, when I was a youngster, I used to watch it. One of my cousins really liked it, and he had all the video games and stuff. So he put me onto it, Love The Rock and China, you know, Stone Cold, Mankind, all those people. Um, yeah so it started off like that and from then on like me my family my friends like we love to like like play wrestle and we would wrestle on the bed and flip each other and and just do all this crazy stuff um but yeah but I back then I never would have thought that this is something that I would actually do and then you know as the year years went by I got older it always kind of stuck with me in the in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. and um a few years ago I had joined the UFC gym and I was trying out uh different kinds of things a little judo you know a little mma stuff they had wrestling at the gym too but it was uh you know like amateur wrestling uh P-style. so I, yeah amateur style so i started doing a little bit of that and i was actually not that bad for someone who just walked up in there and had no idea what they were doing mm-hmm. so um yeah, I started working as a ring girl for, for MMA fights and that introduced me to the world of sports entertainment and just being out there with that crowd. I'm like, man, this is freaking awesome. So I'm like, I feel like I really, really want to get involved one way or another and do something. And, you know, like I said, I always had pro wrestling in the back of my mind for some reason. And I just decided to go for it. I mean, there's a longer story for that, but that's like the basic gist of it. And, um, Yeah, I decided to start training. I looked up schools, found one. Before all of that, actually, I almost made it onto a reality show. So WWE, they were doing a search for the next superstar. Oh, God. (laughs) I know, I know. And I... So, you know, my, my agent was the one that sent it to me because I told him how I liked pro wrestling. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. And so I did the audition and I, I kept getting a call back, making it in round after round. And then I'm just, I didn't hear anything. I never saw anything come to find out a few months later, I read online that they just decided to scrap it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But that just like left me with an itch to like oh, man, I really want to try this and see if I can do this. Mm-hmm. So after that is that I started doing the research, looking up schools. I was living in Miami at the time. I found a school, started training. And from that very first day, I was like,
0: this, I'm going to do this. this. Was it. Yeah,
1: this, was yeah it. this is it. And, and it was really, really hard because I mean, I wasn't like an athlete like that. I didn't really grow up playing too many sports. Um, So, you know, when you're in your late twenties, trying to learn how to wrestle and take bumps and your body's not used to all this, like it's really, really hard. And it was very hard physically and mentally. And I'm, yeah, I just stuck through it even after all the breakdowns and, uh, and here I am, man. And it's, it's the best decision I ever made. It changed my life. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, to go to this journey, but to go to this journey with a partner with you and not just doing it by yourself, I think that makes it a lot more better. Um, we all we all know wrestlers marry wrestlers. So is that really what's going on in the wrestling industry? Like how come that you believe that wrestlers marry other wrestlers, but they don't marry someone outside of wrestling that understands the business?
1: Um, well, my, my partner and I, we started wrestling together. So he wasn't a wrestler either. He was an amateur wrestler back in his day. And he had like kind of quit all that. And I told him I really wanted to do pro wrestling kind of had to drag him to do this class with me. And, uh, yeah, he he kind of thought it was kind of silly at first, because when you're an amateur wrestler, they kind of instill that in your mind. Um, so yeah, I convinced him to do it. And, yeah, we walked out of there like, we're going to the WWE, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, back to your question um, about wrestlers marrying wrestlers. I mean, I think that the reason for that is that they spend so much time together. Like, in the business, you're on the road a lot. you constantly traveling. You're barely home. Uh, so, I mean, I, I guess it's, it just kind of makes sense for you to fall for someone who's in the same industry as you Mm -hmm. and i mean also thinking about it i'm like you know the fact that it takes you away for such a long time from like your friends and your family i feel like if i was with somebody who wasn't a wrestler i don't think they would really understand you know and i feel like eventually that would start to cause problems because you're never home and you know you're with a bunch of other wrestlers and maybe there's trust issues in the, in the relationship. I don't know, but I, I, I think it makes sense. And, you know, for me and my partner to get into this together and go through this journey together, that kind of like solidified our bond and, you know, we both understand the business, so we know what it is.
0: And that's fascinating though, because a lot of people, they don't think like that. They don't think like, Oh, well, I could just do this. I'd come home be with the wife and kids and everything like that. And then, life's fine. Sometimes you hear them horror stories where they, you know, one one person is arrested, they gone, and another person is homebound being, taking care of the household and everything, and that becomes, that becomes an issue or that brings a strain to their relationship. So I always had that question in the back of my mind, like, even for myself, trying to get back into the ring, retrain all over again. And it'd be like, I, I told my girl the same thing too. I'm like, if this does work out, then you might have to start coming with me. And so I'll be my valet or be my manager because yeah. I don't know if I can leave you by yourself. Then all of a sudden you're going to feel like I'm not going to come back around.
1: Yeah. If they're very understanding and supportive, then yes, it absolutely can work. Uh, but if if your relationship is already kind of rocky and now you're going to be away for weeks at a time or whatever it is, like, yeah, that's, that's
0: going to cause some issues for sure. hmm Now you are in the heart of the women's revolutionary period, as I call the women's renaissance years right now. The resurgence of women wrestling is coming up at an all time high right now. And we're seeing people like you, people like Thunder Rosa, Lady Frost, Marsha Slamovich, shout out to Marsha Slamovich, by the way, Russian Dynamite. Um, We see the resurgence of women wrestling. How do you feel? About their, this this new renaissance of women's wrestling, and now you guys are starting to get a voice. You started getting the name. Well, yes. point you guys are main eventing shows.
1: Yes, I mean, what a time to be alive! What a time for pro wrestling! It's it's amazing, and and I'm I just feel lucky. I'm like I got in the business at the right time because now is when things are popping off for all these talented ladies, and it's so amazing and. You know, I'm friends with so many women in the industry, and I see them getting opportunities and all these companies and Bring of Honor, NWA, Impact, and all of that. And I'm just like, wow, there's so many options of places to go to now. And and on top of that, like like you said, the women main eventing, like you know, women's wrestling is on the map now, and you know, we can't be ignored. We're not a bathroom break, like people like to call it. You Mm -hmm. know, the women really be working. And it's not like the old days, uh, as much as I love the the divas era and stuff, but you know, it was very like sexual stuff, not for kids. A lot of craziness going on during that era. and. You know, now you have women like Sasha Banks and, you know, those four horsemen women, Thunder Rosa, La Rosa Negro, which is one of my favorite indie wrestlers. Mm-hmm. These girls can freaking go. They can go, they can go, they can go with the men. So it's just I I feel very grateful that I'm in I got in the business at this time because. I don't know how my career would have played it out if I would have got in, you know, 10 years ago or something mm-hmm. like that. Like right now uh, opportunities are knocking and women's wrestling is just super, super hot, super, super hot.
0: Now, to be honest with you, I, well, now this is a piggyback on the last comment. If you would have started this 10 years ago, you probably would have been in a company right there up that ladder already being like, yo, she got the look. She got the moves. She knows how to color promo, or she has a either of a manager that can speak for her. But she can provide that 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 oomph that we need. That um that we need in that square circle. I felt like you definitely would have been up there. Cause yeah. that before that pretty face, I was like, she can sell. I'm, I'm gonna say like she can sell and get people sitting in those seats each and every damn event, no matter where that she goes. People's gonna want to see her and see her wrestle. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I believe it. I, if I would have started 10 years ago, I for sure know that I would have got signed, um, because I work super, super hard, but I know that everything happens for a reason. And, you know, maybe back then, like mentally I was, I was too young. I don't think I would have been able to sacrifice the way that I sacrifice now. Um, yeah, I think I kind of just had to go through life and and deal with experiences and and dark experiences in my life to kind of push me towards this goal and to be better. And
0: yeah, I definitely respect that. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but that's just my theory for for how I looked at you when I first noticed you. Then to yeah. now, and I said to myself, slow progress equal no progress. But if this was years ago. She would have been right there on that screen every single week potentially highlighting the women's division anywhere that she go um no. since this is just year one look at the next five years down for now will you think that you see yourself going in the next um next five years
1: um well hopefully signs <laughs> that that is my goal i that's what i'm aiming for um you know, since I'm working with AEW, I'm hoping that can lead to something permanent. I love the company. I love everybody there. It's a, just a great learning experience to be just even backstage uh, with all those legends and so many talented people. So really hoping to, you know, land one of those major contracts, because that's where I definitely see myself. Uh, I definitely see myself being one of the top women in the, in,
0: in the industry. I definitely, I definitely agree to that. Um, I was definitely going to be like, you know what? The Indies is definitely where a lot of people are going to rise their stocks. So the bigger companies are going to be looking at you guys like, you know what? Yeah, we need that over here. Or we need these guys over here, this girl over here, this, that, and the third. Definitely that raise the stock portfolio is definitely going to work out in your favor. So keep doing what you're doing. But yeah. what other, but what other promotions, um, have you worked for, or is it just like the rest of the 2.0 training gym, as you've been highlighting a lot lately, you guys got some great stuff coming there and, yeah. um, special shout out to the rest of the 2.0, by yeah. the way.
1: Well, that that's where I train, at, but, uh, they did do shows. So I work for them. Um, I worked for a lot of promotions here in Florida, Uh, CCW is one of them. I know you've seen, uh, I worked for Mission Pro Wrestling out in Texas. Uh, there's a lot of promotions out here. Um, there's Shine, which I should be making a debut soon. Pro Wrestling Action. There's a gazillion. And where, where are you located? I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. Boston, Massachusetts. So, yeah. So here in Florida, there's like a bunch of promotions. So there's a lot of, a lot of companies that I work for out here, but, you know, one of the things before I get signed, I would definitely like to do a little tour in Japan. I definitely want to do international work. And, you know, that like solidifies your credibility. So uh-huh. I for sure some work in Japan. I know I have uh, some opportunities coming up in Panama, in Puerto Rico for next year, for 2022. So stay tuned for all of that, but... Yeah, just uh, working a lot of the indies now, hoping to go international and hoping to land the contract.
0: The international bombshell in the house, y'all. International yeah. bombshell should be the next thing. Be that, yeah. that nickname, International Bombshell Layla My- Grace. Matt!
1: Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell
0: so yeah. get these talk- people in tune about um, how to market yourself when it comes to this um, professional wrestling. Like Since we talked about this kind of earlier on, about marking yourself and you know having other people look at you more serious of which you normally probably would have been projected but how do you market yourself when it comes to what you're trying to go for right now
1: um well i mean i have a background in modeling um i modeled in a lot of music videos uh, for some big artists and stuff so Ever since I started doing that, I kind of know like what people on social media like to see, what kind of pictures and stuff. So, I mean, my little secret is just posting hot pictures, which are like quality photos, not just like cell phone pictures. Like I invest in a good photographer to make me look legit. Um, so yeah, hot pictures and also match clips, you know, people like to see you working. So even if you had a match, I'm gonna tell you a secret, even if you had a match and it was freaking trash, try to find at least 10 seconds that look popping and you put that over on your social media. So with me doing, you know, my wrestling clips and my modeling, I feel like that fusion right there, it's already called for attention. So. I mean, I, you know, that, that's what I do. I post all my flyers, all my graphics, post my match clips, and post my modeling pictures. And, you know, my social media looks very clean, very professional. That's how I like to keep it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, I make most of my money off of Instagram, to be really? honest. But, yeah, that's how, that's how I get booked.
0: And you I- know what? That's the name of the game right now It's like, like um, but like the OnlyFans, the Patreons, the Instagrams. Yeah. Like there's so many new ways that independent people are making their money right now. It's like they can be like, when it comes to the bigger company, they can be like, nah. As long as this is still going for me over here, that I can got a nice little revenue. Nah, I don't know. I don't want to have to do all that right now. You yeah, say like you no. got the power in your hands to create your own scheduling now.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I I I was a bartender before um and I quit that so I can fully focus on wrestling um because I couldn't really hold on to a bartending job I have shows every single weekend and you know you travel a lot during the week I I train at night during the week so I'm like this only leaves like a kind of a nine-to-five during the day, which I'm definitely not trying to do. So um,
0: That's me right now. That's me right now doing (laughs) that and then training at nighttime, too. (sighs) I was
1: miserable. miserable, Especially since you're tired as hell from freaking working all day. Now you got to go train and, you know, be bumping and flipping for three or four hours. It's rough. And that, like, I feel like I was getting depressed doing that, so I'm like, I just need to quit this, put all my focus into wrestling and... Yeah, and that's what it is. That's Nina, what it
0: I, is. My um, fault, go ahead.
1: But yeah, like what I was saying about making money off Instagram, like, um, because I told you, I like to keep my Instagram looking very clean, very professional, uh, beautiful pictures, match clips. I get most of my bookings off of there. That's where promoters reach out to me. Um, The fans, they buy my stuff, my merch, and I sell my autograph 8x10s on Instagram. They get that. Um, you know, I just started a Patreon account and I got... I got some subscribers now, so I got some some money coming in with that too. So it's just like, just promoting, marketing yourself out there, and the money's gonna come. The money's now,
0: gonna come. Now you now you ever had any creepos DMing you some weird shit before? Hell
1: oh, yeah. Oh my god,
0: I'm I'm so I'm so embarrassed as a man all the time.
1: Oh my god, and I have a cameo. I do cameo as well. And um, recently, last week, uh, somebody purchased a cameo and their request was for me to cut a promo on them as a heel um basically talking to them like crap
0: so uh Mm -mm. you know
1: I had to do it and you know I'm like I'm gonna make you my bitch you're freaking pathetic you're a loser I shouldn't even be talking to you um I I thought a bunch of Love, but you know i don't want to curse on your podcast
0: so uh... this is after dark i don't get too fine fucks about that nah this is <laughs> where you can go off the rail with it if you want to that's why i was just like oh god i feel so ashamed for our kind because i i knew i should never ask that question but something told me i'm like of course they're gonna get some creepy ass dms and these shit like that and be like what kind of shit is this
1: yeah, yeah, people do weird stuff. Um, somebody hit me up asking if I do uh, custom photo shoots, which I do sometimes. But you know, it depends on what the hell it is, cause people be asking for crazy shit. And uh, so, uh, so I'm like, oh, do you have an example of what you're looking for? And this guy sends me a picture of this girl tied up in the in like the trunk of a freaking car, and she's like. Like looking like kidnapped and stuff, and I'm like, "Eh, I don't think so. That's a little too weird for me. Mm -mm. Um yeah, she had like tape in her mouth and she was all like bondaged up, and I'm like, no.
0: Oh
1: god. Yeah, people do weird shit, man. People do weird shit all the time.
0: Oh my god, I can only imagine half them damn DMs and some and one patient just like, no, 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 no no that's wrong that's foul that's totally inappropriate oh my god i mean us for me the men delegation i gotta i mean we got i gotta i gotta apologize for the men delegation actions on, on, on that man y'all got to do a lot better when it comes to that stuff like jesus christ like just hear stories like that now makes you be like thank god my mother raised me to, me to, to be the right kind of guy you know
1: absolutely Absolutely. I mean, I take pride on always being professional. And I mean, you ain't gonna see no naked pictures of me. So um yeah, so people I and I always tell people, please stop asking. I don't have an OnlyFans, I don't post nudes, just
0: leave me alone. <laughs> oh god Man, y'all gotta do a lot better than that. Shit. For real. Oh man, listen. Nah, because that last part, the whole... Y'all going you know, to send a lot,
1: part, y'all don't have to spend a lot of money.
0: <laughs> these people want you to probably lock yourself into in, 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 like, some handcuffs, some, some um, submission styles and shit like that, and it's like, what the hell are y'all can't yeah. he be thinking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, I,
1: and, and you know what? Like, when I started wrestling, I didn't even know that this existed, but when I started wrestling... I got a request from various people asking for, for pin photos. And I'm like, what the hell is pin photos? They just like to see you in a pin, like like legs up and whatever, like a sexual looking pin, you know? And uh, yeah, that's like a thing. That's like a thing. So I I Googled myself just to see what the hell comes up there. And I saw that like people talk about me on Reddit, and and on Reddit, some of the posts are me, are like snapshots from my matches of, of me getting pinned or stuff like that. Like there's like a whole community. It's like a fetish thing.
0: Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, really? Yes. Mean like a fetish group, but just someone just, just getting in a pin position and then the one leg just raised up and then that's it?
1: Yep, yep. Because you get like, you know, you put the one leg up so you get like the crotch shot oh. um, and yeah.
0: That's what motherfuckers like to see, apparently. <laughs> some of these, some of these men marks, man, they probably just don't have no lives. That's the reason why they get any type of satisfaction, that is, any type of satisfaction that they can. And I'm um, yeah. just not, that's just a mind boggling to me, because I'm like, never in my 31 years of living, I never thought some people would really be chastised for doing that type of shit. But now hearing that the story is true, fucking ridiculous
1: yeah i had no idea i'm like what the heck is this um no. yeah no, this just... man
0: oh god yeah yeah that's just that's just too much um name some people that you would like to work with um in the ring
1: that i would like to work with in the ring well i would definitely love to work lady frost I I never worked her before, but we did a show together where she wrestled Thunder Rosa, and she kicked ass, and she's so athletic, and she's badass. So I would definitely love to wrestle her either in a singles or the intergender tag match with our partners. I feel like that would be a lot, a lot of fun. So she is definitely on my list. Um, I also want to wrestle La Rosa Negra. Like I told you, uh, she's one of my favorite indie stars, I, we've never worked in a match together, but she did, um, I did do a little training with her and she is just phenomenal. Uh, so badass, so feisty and vicious. I'm like, this is, this is how I need to be. (laughs) So, uh, she's definitely one of my favorites. Um, let me see who else is there. There's this girl up in New York. She wrestles for house of glory. Her name is ultraviolet. Ooh. I've had I've had my eye on her since, what, like, when I first got in the business, I started, like, stalking all the wrestling companies and all the wrestlers and seeing who was who so I can, you know, learn. Uh, so, and I found her, and I really liked her work. I liked her character. So she's definitely been on my list. And uh, let me see one more. If I could pick one more, I would pick Zelina Vega. Okay. And And the reason for that is because, so her and I, we grew up together. We went to elementary school and middle school together. So, yes, so we grew up together. And, you know, like, I remember her telling me when we were like 16 years old, that she wanted to get into pro wrestling. And I'm like, well, you know, like I, I like that too. Um, But she went off to do it and did a fantastic job. I stuck around more with my entertainment, with my music and modeling and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, so now I'm like, officially in the business, she's who she is. And it would be absolutely fantastic for us to reconnect in the ring after all these years, and I think that would be super, super cool.
0: Your new Queen's crown, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. Yes, folks.
1: Yes, so, exactly. You know,
0: she, people, she, 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 she'll, she'll try to make that phone call to like, you I'm yo, I'm developing up my little royal stable. You're, you're the first person on my list. Would you take that offer?
1: Ah, hell Yeah. <laughs>
0: Right. All right then, we all right then. I'm coming up there to the raw. Let's go. Let's do this. We out. <laughs> we out of here with that. Uh, any funny stories um, that you have based on your, res- your crazy journey and uh, wrestling this far? Uh, funny stories.
1: I don't know. I wish. I don't know if I have anything in the top of my mind. I'm sure funny stuff has has come up, but. I don't know. Sometimes when I'm put on the spot, I can't <laughs> I can't think of of these great stories. No, nah, it's fine. Um, it's
0: cool.
1: Yeah, if, if something comes back to me, we'll uh, come back to this question.
0: <laughs> I got it um the other day I made a post about you and I had the Aaliyah music in the background uh, <laughs> and you responded to that and it's like yo that's my joy that's my song I was like oh she gave me you gave me that Aaliyah vibe in one of your photo shoes um uh, was she someone that you grew up idolizing in music because I Absolutely. got that vibe when yeah. you some of your photo shoes I was like she's an Aaliyah person
1: Absolutely. So Aliyah is one of my biggest inspirations. Um, there's four women musically who inspired me so much. And that's Selena, the late Selena. Love her. Aliyah. Love me some Britney Spears. And I love some Rihanna. So those are like, my four women who I grew up listening to all the time, dancing, I wanted to be just like them. So I actually get a lot of my, since I didn't grow up a, you know, a super hardcore wrestling fan, my wrestling inspiration, my inspiration comes from these music artists that I idolized, you know, for all these years growing up. That's where I get like my style influence from and personality and, and all that, um, so yeah, those are my four women. Aaliyah, I'm ooh, major, major fan of Aaliyah. <laughs> Love her. Her music is is a vibe. That's what it yes. is. Like yeah. it's it's been 20 years and you can just bump her like the shit dropped yesterday.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel anytime I hear music now, still do still got that memory in my head as a young kid looking yeah. at her, watching her on my television set and just the beauty that she would just project would be so beautiful yeah.
1: she's just so beautiful and she's so cool like it's effortless she she ain't trying too hard she's just her and like i
0: do like these i don't like these um female artists right now you like you can't imitate that you can't teach that essence that she brought yeah. To the game that she brought to the table. Her and Left Eye were my two favorites back then growing up. Why Left Eye, that was my bitch. I loved her for that. I loved yep, her.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, man. Aliyah really, really inspired me. Love her. R.I.P., baby girl.
0: RIP, baby girls, has way too long for that. Yeah, like,
1: I don't even listen to today's music. Like, if you look at my iTunes, it's all things from 90s, early 2000s, you know, when shit was yeah. good.
0: Yeah, yeah, shit was good. Now, now the mumble now, rap is trash.
1: The mumble rap is trash. And all these young boys got their faces completely covered in tattoos, <laughs> stupid-ass hair. And I'm like, damn, you know, it really scares me for the future when I see this and then yeah. all the all the women are I'm not knocking anybody's hustle at all but you know like only fans like that shit blew up and now I feel like every girl is naked on the internet and stuff and that scares me for the future too oh yeah yeah so and then and like today's artists like the the women that are on top you know i love me cardi b and megan the stallion and doja cat and, and all those girls i really do love them and i i bump their shit all the time but i mean what message are they sending you know it's not like they everything is vagina this vagina that so that worries me too and i'm sex, like I-
0: sex sells according to these uh music industry and it does shit like
1: that. And it does, as you can see. But I feel like everything so overly sexualized just is, you know, just kind of changing the way that the things are supposed to be. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so every every girl is, I feel like, is overly sexual, and and every guy's a freaking idiot trying to be a rapper. And I'm over. Man.
0: What's it man? Don't be like, what's his face? Little Uzi brother got that little ruby diamond in place in the middle of his forehead. I'm like, what kind yeah, of common sense? But like, what kind of common sense would made you do that? Seriously? And I was I know, like, now I felt that I felt embarrassed. Yeah.
1: And I yo, I was on Instagram yesterday and I saw these, I don't know why, academics and, and all these other people are freaking making these stupid people famous. I saw these two kids. They're like these twin white boys and they got tattoos all over their face. They got their, their gold, their grills in their mouth. Their hair looking like craziness. Um, They got like dreads, but I don't know. It looks stupid as fuck. And, uh, and and they're rapping and I'm, and, oh God, and man, it irks me. I'm like, I want to break my phone right now. (laughs) And when I see. These like hip hop blogs, like promoting this shit. I'm like, oh my god, man! Trash,
0: straight this fucking trash. Whole blood humanity! Man, bring me back to Kumo D. Bring me back to KRS One. Bring me back to that era. You know, even from the two part to Biggie, where I was, where well, was, was 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 a straight child. When Biggie and Park had passed away, I was six, seven years old when that happened. So I didn't really get to experienced that. So I was only there to experience the Nas and Jay-Z and 50 Cent era. That was my era growing yeah. up. Why? 50 Cent was my guy. Jay-Z was me my guy. Too. Nas was my guy.
1: I'm from Queens. So um, 50 <laughs> for sure guy.
0: And I was also a Dipset head. Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to the Dirty Heels out there yeah. in Harlem as well.
1: <laughs> I was a Dipset fanatic too. Um, In middle school, me and my friends, we had our little crew. We were called the Dipset Shotties. Dipshit shoty.
0: What? <laughs> hey!
1: <laughs> you know we would wear our jersey dresses, and you know our white uptowns. We would switch the laces, you know, switch different colors and shit. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yo. So
1: yeah, I mean, I grew up in that era too. Um, you probably sound, probably sound like you're about my age, maybe. Thirty one. I'm thirty. I'm, I'm thirty one also.
0: Wow. Well, see, good. Yeah. So we're right in the same bracket. So everything that we grew up with, so we, so we should already know that, um, that, um, that Bible already. But yeah, from yeah, the, just the music has changed, the television has changed, professional, the styles of professional wrestling has changed. How do you feel about the transition yeah. of what's, tr- what's being transitioned from the old way of professional wrestling to the new way of professional wrestling?
1: Um. Well, I mean, the old school way, it was definitely easier for me to learn it. <laughs> for real, because when we started training, when I started training, you know, my coach would always say, go watch some old school stuff. Don't watch this new stuff because you're not going to be able to follow it. And he was right. Like, so I would go watch some like Brad Armstrong or, um, what the hell, uh, Magnificent Mimi, and, like, all these old school people, and that's how I kind of learned my technique, uh, but now this new stuff, I'm like, damn, I need to uh, take some gymnastic classes or something, because people be here doing all this crazy stuff, I'm like, damn, but, um, I mean, it's definitely very entertaining, and, and you know, the fans like to see that stuff, so, I mean, I'm I'm all for it, I'm all for it. I like that the things are kind of changing. Um, I think it's good to find kind of a middle ground between the old school and new school.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I definitely, now I definitely wish Jim Cornette, and Vince Russo would have thought about that shit years ago. But that that's never gonna happen ever again. <laughs> There's two different styles of how they think of what professional wrestling should be. You put that in one company, it's just not, it's just not gonna mess. It just creates new problems. Or, but I like what to do the new wave of wrestling is going, but you're still going to have some of that old school essence in, yeah. you know saying, into everything. You know what I'm saying? Which, it, it always got to come from somewhere.
1: Yes, which is good to have because the old school wrestling, that's where all the storytelling was at. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't see too much of good storytelling nowadays um, because everything is kind of about, you know, showing off moves and everybody wants to do their stuff and, you know, and and Truth be told, it kind of kills the story. You know, you want to do all your moves on somebody so you can show off all this stuff, but they're kicking out of they're kicking out of everything. So realistically, that makes your stuff look weak. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know how it is. So, I mean, I like more of a simple storytelling match, uh, but yeah, every so often, I, I definitely enjoy all the the high flying and. Flippy stuff.
0: <laughs> See, me being as a big guy, I'm not gonna do that. I'm a straight submission powerhouse I'm, guy. So you're if a, brawler. You're a brawler.
1: You a brawler. You there to freaking kick kick ass, toss people around, choke, slam, like.
0: Oh yeah, I could probably do that. I could be like a nice. I could I could be like a nice size Taz figure.
1: Yeah, and I like I'm kind of more of that style too. Um, you know, I am not too, too technical, so I just enjoy kicking ass.
0: <laughs> Kick ass and take names is what we do here at, at OTTR. And, folks, y'all know what the hell this is. When I'm done with my cup of tea, that's the end of the episode. I wish I had some more green tea. Is that, that yeah. how it goes? Your cup yeah. of tea? That's
1: like that's like your hourglass?
0: That's like my hourglass. I started <laughs> making that happen every episode on after that, ever since I got the cup mead. And I was just like, you know what? This is my timer right here. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> can I
1: cup? What's on the cup?
0: OTTR, our podcast name. Okay. So, what kind of tea
1: are you
0: drinking? I was drinking some nice green tea. Green tea. Green tea is great. Green tea is great. And then You can see a lot of it. Yeah, my grandmother even told me this the other day. She's like, you, like I can see a lot of your complexion lately. I was like. Yeah. That's weird. My, that's weird, but I was like, well, ever since I started drinking that green tea, I kind of see a little bit more, too.
1: And, and it, and it keeps your, your gut healthy, your stomach, which is,
0: mm-hmm. which is the,
1: I get, I get, a I get issues sometimes with like acidic foods. Um, so yeah. And then I'll drink a hot cup of green tea and, and the, the pains will go away.
0: Indeed. Yeah. Oh, sure. folks. My tea's empty. Y'all know what the hell that means. This is the end of our show today. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you hit that like, share, subscribe button. Leave a comment below for me or Miss Layla over here. Uh, Miss Layla, thank you so much for taking the time out for being here with me. I greatly appreciate the queens yeah. of queens in the building with me. This is where we give you guys the winner circle, the victory lap stage, where you can do your plug-ins, your shouts, let people know where they can find you, the merchandise, the Patreon, the whole enchilada. This is your floor, baby girl. For sure.
1: Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, I, we had a great conversation. This half hour went by super, super fast. You were probably one of the best interviewees I've had. So, just want to let
0: you know. I mean, I'm trying to do my best at this. My father told me this the other day when he see one of my other episodes. He's like, to start doing couple couple of but you, but yeah. you know what you're doing. You know how to take your lead on. Yeah. So, I'm just, I take it a was, lot from him.
1: It was very conversational. A lot of people, you know, they come with a list of questions and they ask oh, them in a do no.
0: <laughs> nah, my shit here for Africa, yeah. I like to have the people come on, but yo, pretend like you're just talking to a regular homeboy, Nothing new, nothing fancy. Kick up your feet if you want to. I don't give two yeah. shits. Make yeah, yourself yeah. at home when you come on my show.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to shit on anybody else's podcast, but y'all need to check this one out and, and get some pointers.
0: Hey, but, uh, hey, hey, Layla Gray, man. You might need to drop that. You know say so You might need to make that drop for me real quick. You're like, yo, this is Layla Gray for, you know what say, saying? She's going to give a special shout-out to OTTR. Really, really, really quick.
1: Um. Yeah, okay. To so OTTR?
0: Yep. Off the Top Rope Podcast or OTC
1: Podcast. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Miss Layla Gray, and you are listening to Off the Top Rope Podcast. Y'all need to check out this interview. Check out my man, because he knows how to do his damn job. So check it out. Stay tuned.
0: Those of you that don't know, that shouldn't know. <laughs> I'm Blackheart. Y'all know how to find us. Y'all know where to find her. Yeah. And, and that's let- the. Let me go drop right, my... Okay. Yeah,
1: go ahead. All right, guys. So please follow me on social media. My Instagram and Twitter is Miss, M-I-S-S, underscore Layla Gray. And if you go on those, you will see the link in my bio for all my other links, my Facebook, my cameo. I have a Patreon. I am on Pro Wrestling Tees, guys. And I'm also on Big Cartel, selling 8x10. So anything you need, check out my links on the gram. And that should take you to wherever you want to go. Thank you, guys, for all your love and support. And I look forward to chatting with you guys again.
0: Hey, yo, listen, man. You're welcome to the podcast, mob anytime. Our wide open, open, open invitation. You, 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 So you know how we're going to do this thing. Till then, ladies and gentlemen. From me, Layla, and Kofi in the screen. (laughs) We (laughs) bitch y'all. We bitch y'all. Thank you. Hi, Kofi.